0: Welcome to 5.0, Five-Fold and Beyond with Matt and Amy. In the 5.0 podcast, we're going to peel back the layers of the Ephesians 4 model, revealing a thriving church, ministry or organization. This will help leaders to identify, work together and implement or raise up the believers who want to move in their calling. Watch those who are in your care and they become alive with a fresh passion as the anointings on their life are revealed encouraged and released we also
1: offer seminars conferences and strategic advising to pastors and leaders we will sit down with you and help you to learn how to have a five-fold influenced church or organization Um, Also, how to identify and integrate people with fivefold giftings into your teams and into your organization. So, connect with us at ihimtv.com. That's ihimtv.com.
0: So, get ready to engage as these podcasts will open an understanding, remove confusion of the fivefold, and open your eyes and heart to what you and those around you carry
1: in this podcast today we are going to look at knock knock who's there
0: a prophet
1: yes a prophet this is what we often think about in the prophetic realm this is the office of the prophet that it speaks of in ephesians chapter 4 verse 11. it says and he gave some as apostles and some as prophets and some as evangelists and some as pastors and teachers and verse 12 for the equipping of the saints for the work of service to the building up of the body of christ so this is the what we're talking about today this is just an introduction my goodness people have whole podcasts and books on the prophet so this is something you could go on for a long time we're just going to give you an introduction to uh, what he's talking about in this verse when he says prophet Um, the office the mantle someone who has this call upon their life
0: yeah and probably one of the most uh, just like all ephesians four eleven when we we're talking about the office, the mantle, the grace that's given upon you is that God chooses you and um we you th- you you don't ascend to it by promotion you don't start out as something else you may have experiences in other areas of responsibility, but you've always been called and you just discovered it or whatever in your journey and God's unlocking it. It makes sense. It's a, you don't, you're not promoted from one level to another in any of them, but prophets one to, to, to look at because people think, well, I'm, I'm going to be a prophet.
1: And, and it's like, it's chose. something to aspire to. Um, it, you're either a prophet or you're not. And we have that in um, Jeremiah, We see an example of this in Jeremiah chapter um, one, verse five. God says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I have appointed you a prophet to the nations. So God designated, if you want to use that word, Jeremiah to be a prophet from the beginning before he even put him in his mother's womb. So this is how the call of God works in people's lives. You, you, But then there's also the growing into it. And that's where if we fail to do that, we can really mess up a lot of people's lives.
0: Probably one of the first things uh, when I'm mentoring and working with um, merging or mature leaders, um, just speaking into their lives, is we have to understand the things we carry with sobriety. We have to be... Um, not, um, whimsical about it. Uh, because when we begin to understand that there is a level of authority that comes when you walk in your mantle and mantles grow with you, you have to grow in it, but there's a level of authority that comes when the moment you slap your water, your, your mantle on the waters, there's going to be a level of authority, but Authority always equates responsibility. Yes. And so we're not talking about self-proclaimed just because you got a business card. We're talking about, um, um, you know, uh other peers, other other uh prophets, apostles have recognized you working among the body, da-da-da-da. We're gonna talk all about that uh later on. But there's this responsibility with what you carry, and that will increase as you mature. And so I believe like any of them, your area of influence should increase with your maturity. Immature leaders in in large areas of influence Without oversight or without accountability is very, very dangerous. So we're going to talk about pitfalls in in the next episode anyway, I believe. One one thing about it is when uh, a prophet uh, begins to minister uh, either to you personally or in a congregation, it changes the atmosphere of the place.
1: And if you want to know what it changes the atmosphere, too, just listen to uh, a pod, couple of podcasts ago when we talked about the prophetic, uh, the type of atmosphere that creates. But definitely there's such uh, a weight of what they carry when they walk in this mantle. And, you know, the prophet has the ability to activate others into prophetic things. So, again, a prophet's not going to call someone a prophet that isn't a prophet, but they can act Activate um, someone into that calling or ministry if that's what God has on their life. But
0: or prophetic, but they can also prophetic gifts and things
1: begin to unlock that. Um, Really, we should always be reproducing who we are. That that's the the plan that God set out in Genesis when He said, "Be fruitful and multiply." Everything multiplies after its kind. And yes, I know we can say, "Well, we're humans and we give birth to humans." Um, Of course. But even like we always reproduce who we are, if we're discontent and complaining, we will reproduce people who are discontent and complaining. And so the same functions in our call and our gift is that we reproduce um, who we are and what we carry in, in others who carry also similar things. And so prophets should be raising up other prophetic people and even other prophets. You see this way back in the Old Testament when you had uh, the school of the prophets, so you had prophetic ministries and Elijah was one of them who was raising up young prophets.
0: hmm hmm And so remember, we're talking about fivefold. Um, Ephesians 4.11, that's what we're coming for. They are given to the body of Christ to equip you to do the work of the ministry. Or if you're um, a prophet or an emerging one, that we're speaking to you as well. And so in this case, uh, prophets at the basis at the beginning just just at the baseline of what they're really doing is they're speaking or saying what God is saying to mankind um if they're a mouthpiece um they're initiators um in the spirit, different things begin to happen uh one of the interesting things, just as a side point or maybe maybe not, is that you uh in an integration setting prophets and apostles often should work together. And can work together. Uh, Especially
1: to see things established, right?
0: Established and put into mm-hmm. into strategies, put it implemented in different things. They bring their strengths to that. In Ephesians 3, um, verse 4 and 5, um, it says this, uh, Paul said, By referring to this, when you read, you can understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which in other generations was not made known to the sons of men as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets in the spirit. And um, things have happened since in the New Testament, since Jesus came and died and rose again, the prophetic ministry and responsibility on the earth changed, became something different. Uh, So oftentimes you'll see some prophets acting like an Old Testament prophet, Um, always speaking judgment, but I'm not one that's all gooey, gooey, gooey either. But um, a lot of times they fall under legalism. They fall under um, hard judgment. You can give a judging word and not be judgmental in spirit. There's an anointing that comes even with a judging Mm -hmm. word that breaks yokes, not put more on you. So please hear what I'm saying in the right intent of my heart, please.
1: So a, a prophet then can bring correction. Mm-hmm. They can't speak judgment. Yes. You know, and everyone who's a prophet out there, you say yes and amen that we don't have to be like Old Testament prophets and, you know, dig holes under city walls and lay half naked for a day. You know what? Some of the strange things that were done, it was to to bring a lot of picture language. Um, but at the same time, there are elements that are similar, too, because the prophetic is still the prophetic and prophet is still prophet. But yes, we have a, a different covenant a fulfilled covenant that we're operating under, but correction can still be a part of yes. that, and it all operates within your realm of authority because someone who might have the authority to correct um one person in in their church let's say may not have the authority to um, correct a ministry that's operating you know a minister that's operating over Uh, hundreds of churches. And it just depends on, we need to understand our realm of authority that we're operating in.
0: One of the things that's highly misunderstood is this correction, because uh, young prophets, I see it a lot when they merge and they're exploring that mantle a bit, um, they automatically are going around trying to find everything uh, wrong. Um, They want to immediately step into correction Um, adjusting and getting everybody to where they need to be. And um, I always tell the younger ones and the emerging to withhold from that, uh, begin to grow excellent in other parts of their mantle and carry the weight of that mantle before you start doing that uh, because it just sets you off on the wrong foot. And then um, it does something, puts a filter into your mantle that's forever with you for a long time, And really you're just a little, little chicken who wants to be the roost, you know, the rooster of the whole thing. And, uh, you, there's a responsibility and accountability with your gift and, and that's just putting you way over your head. And then what happens is people are going to despise you and despise your gifts. And that's here, that here, that's a thing with prophets, um, that are young. I find the more they're persecuted, the more spiritual they are.
1: Yeah. And that's probably and, one of the pitfalls, but it flows well here because we have seen that. Yeah. We've seen an, emerging prophets who all of, of a sudden, all they're seeing is bad stuff. They're not seeing uh, the heart of God, the heart of God. Uh, mm-hmm. They're seeing the judgment of God only. And remember, God loves mercy and he does justice. Yep. Yes, God will correct things. He will bring justice, but he loves mercy. And so we have to make sure that we're in balance. Right. With that. A
0: seasoned, I think seasoned application is different mm-hmm. than emerging. There are, there are different developmental principles, shall we say, that helps build your mantle strong. So I just wanted to put that in there. Um, prophets are guardians of the purity of the church. Um, that's a generalization. Um, but at the same time, oftentimes a prophet, um, you'll see them gravitate, um, as a core holiness, not man's rules, but a holiness, um, a holy bride, a spot and wrinkle. Um, that's it there along. So thus, thus you get the messages of repent and turn to God, you know, offering that gift. You see other things, but that's where it comes from there. They really are, uh, from a biblical point of view, remember, as every gift and every mantle, there are different expressions and strengths. Not all prophets are the same, not all of them are to be cookie cutter, and they all have the same expression of that mantle. OK, right. There Same are similarities, pastors. but there, there are, are different also kinds variants. of pastors. Yeah. Right. And There's we're, we're going to
1: talk about some of that stuff. But I I first want you to share because it's bringing to mind as we're talking about correction and guarding of purity of the church as, as a prophet, um, as you were starting to emerge into your Prophet mantle. I remember going to a church once, and God was showing you some pretty heavy things. And I want you just to share about that and um, what you did, what you didn't do. I remember that church went to in a place less than a million miles from here, and you had this prophetic word um, about the pastor.
0: Well, we first of all we just drove. We just drove a couple hundred miles to come in for that service because we were doing a morning service in another city. And so when we came into there, so our family was young, we were young and we were just came in at the back row knowing that we're going to minister later on um, because we were like five minutes late or something um, to get to that city. But I remember um, during the worship and they had a female worship leader, uh, with, nothing wrong with that, uh, Doing an amazing job. And all of a sudden I'm just sitting there, you know, and as you prophetic people know god speaks spontaneously he just invades and just drops things into your spirit yeah pastor's cheating with her and i'm like oh my land why and because i was young in that level of revelation so i moved strongly in a lot of other prophetic stuff apostolically but the prophetic is my my other dominant horse that runs uh with my giftings and so i remember but that was the first time that started happening on that level and so i was young and emerging in that part and i didn't know what to do with it. i thought oh my land i'm thinking dirty thoughts and i'm supposed to be go up there and preach it. like <laughs> why know. what is going on like oh my land i'm in the flesh and i'm and i'm busy struggling with all this you know and it wouldn't leave me and then finally it left me as we were getting closer to to, to go up and minister um the word to the congregation and then um minister at the altar, but um, that all, that was that. And, um, that and you was, didn't
1: say anything because I did
0: not say anything. Number one, I would never say that publicly. Exactly. And I was, because I was just getting that, I didn't, I wasn't even looking for anything. What's wrong with this picture? What's you know? I wasn't thinking any of that stuff at all. It just no because
1: outwardly everything looked okay. It just sideswiped. It me. was a, uh, you know kind I, of a modern church. So you have to remember you know twenty twenty five years ago. You know, there were a lot of more traditional churches and this one was not. They were singing some of the newer songs at the time. They were it looked like everything was going really well. So it wasn't like, you know, one of those "duh" moments. Of course, this is what's happening. So you knew this. this was, you know, deeper than that. Things were happening at that church. Exactly.
0: Until until little did we know. Right. Not even two
1: months later, I think yeah, word got back.
0: Word got back to us that sure enough, she had been moved into their house, and the wife was kicked out of the bedroom, and so on and so on, and stuff started happening, and then and then that was it. Um, and but that was a good moment for you. As a learning lesson, right then, um, I wasn't in the position because the relationship with that church was new. I was not in a place to speak. To the pastor, even if I did pick up on that and say, okay, this was God showing me uh, and God showed me and there's different reasons why he showed me all that, but it wasn't for me to adjust and to fix because of the relationship. He would never have received it. Who was I? Um, It was just like, it was a learning experience. And so even uh, prophetically or as prophets, you're going to, some things are for learning, And not for always. See, we think because we're the mouthpiece that everything we see or hear, we have to say (laughs) it. And that is a misdemeanor. That is not uh, that's a misconception. That's not necessarily true. Right. And of course, that's a whole other subject for the no, day, but, sometimes but that it can was be a shaking a, experience. It
1: was, but it was also really a time of honing sad, your gift. It was sad, um, but f- for you personally, it helped you to be able to grow and say, okay, this is God. I'm hearing God and, and with to increase the clarity of how you're hearing from God. And I think that was wonderful. And like you say, sometimes god shows a prophet things not to so that they will say yes sometimes it is for them to address again when it's in their realm of responsibility and authority and relationship and relationship, too, relationship to yep. do it mm-hmm. um but other times it's just so they know how to pray or how to act in a specific situation and other times it is for their training so it's it's recognized i know one difference. thing uh,
0: you know to always be um upgrading and, and uh, your skills, your your gifts. Um, when you go shopping after one dress store, they all look the same <laughs> to me. So I sit out. Not and, uh, to me. <laughs> so I sit outside in the, on the bench and watch people go by and look in their eyes as they're walking by. And, and I do that a lot. Airports, uh, wherever. I'm a people. You are a people watcher. I'm a people watcher. God speaks a lot of things. I don't get up and necessarily am able to deliver a word. But, you know, well, how can you test that to know if you're right or not? It's not whether I'm right or wrong, it's the exercise of hearing the Holy Spirit And fine tuning that the sheep know his voice. You get to know him after a while. You know, it's not you that it's God speaking. And it's that exercise is just it's for that purpose only. It's not for me to go. And unless I get a strong urge from the Holy Spirit, like
1: in restaurants, whenever I I go to the washroom or I go up to pay, I come back and Matt's always talking to strangers at different tables because God gave him a word and he's got to go share that. That doesn't happen all the time, but um, it does happen on occasion because when it's in you, it's who you are.
0: Okay right. for the next 2 or 3 minutes let's let's talk about the importance of receiving a word from a prophet if they come into your church and they're ministering instead of you scooting out and heading down to Starbucks or Dunkin Donuts or Tim Hortons you know you 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 you're, 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 you're going to hang around because the Lord is moving and 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 what's the importance of that what what comes with that
1: well, definitely no, to, to we flip to the tables because yeah, I think it is good to discuss this because not everyone who's listening to this podcast is a prophet. But hopefully, you've had opportunity to receive a word from a prophet. And the difference between if you're receiving a word from someone who's highly prophetic, um, or a or word of prophecy, of prophecy from someone who has mm-hmm. the gift, that's that's often um, we said that in the last podcast. There, that's encouraging. That's building up. This confirmation, um, edifying for you. But when you're receiving a word from a prophet, we need to understand this is a person who this is their call. They carry a mantle, a different level of authority and responsibility. And so you want to be prepared. First off, you want to um, record that word. So everybody has a smartphone. Well, I say that, not everyone. I still know people have flip phones, but most everyone has a smartphone. Find your uh, memo button and record a voice memo. Get that thing recorded because you're not, you're remembering the moment, but you're not going to remember later on and you know that's one of my regrets from years ago we didn't we weren't taught that and God gives us some amazing words that I really wish I had access to now. So uh, you want to get that. And then you want to go and you want to write it down. Um, th- this word is, it may consist of like, it might be a new word, something that you've not heard before. And we just, we weigh that. It, it's something that we want to be propelled in our journey with the Lord. Maybe it's a word of confirmation or direction, or maybe there's even some correction in there. And that's why it's important to to write that word out once you've recorded it, when you get home, because Sometimes we only hear the good stuff, but God's saying you need to do this. And so it's important to read the whole word and to weigh that to to meet with meet with your pastor, with your mentor, with someone who's in authority in your life and say, hey, you know, what do you think of this word? How does this weigh with you and and what should my steps be now? How can I pursue God so that I see his will come to pass?
0: Right. Mature, mature prophets, godly prophets, true prophets. The whole reason that they're ministering is so that they can propel you in your journey with the Lord. Um, the second thing is they will breathe like a, a fresh air into your spirit, into your passion, into your relationship with Jesus. So it should be pointing in that direction.
1: Yeah. OK, let's just end with this. I know that we said we're we're about done, but there are different types of prophets. And yes. I want to just point this out. We're not going to go into them, but there are... Um, there are prophets who are um, seers. They operate a lot with visions, dreams, pictures. They they get those kind of things. There are prophets who are mystic. Tell us what the mystic prophets are. And we say that not in a belittling way. But No,
0: nope. mystic prophets is another expression. Mystics talks a lot about the glories of the heavenlies. Angelic. Uh, angelic. Visitation. Uh, sp- uh, w- you know, um, the hosts of heaven moving uh, on behalf of a praying church, or um, so it's very uh, in the invisible realm. Uh, Mystics—they're—they're they're speaking a lot of metaphorical language. You've got to catch it in the spirit. Like, what are they saying? Um, that's their—that's their expression. That's yeah. how they're speaking.
1: Then there are practical um, prophets who move more with direction and like practical steps. They often have word of knowledge, word of wisdom that flows along with their prophetic, or the ones who are. F- prophesy a lot about the future you have personal prophets those who speak more about holiness in your relationship with jesus and give a lot of personal um, prophecies um, or directional or calling and then you have like regional prophets and prophets to nations all, all different kinds so you don't have to be like every prophet out there if you're a prophet
0: Right. And if you're just an emerging prophet, um, we encourage you to to um, stay connected, um, get, stay, stay balanced, uh, don't lose a call, don't get upset, don't get disappointed. Uh, you can't do it alone. You're not meant to do it alone. You're meant to connect with especially other fivefold expressions of Ephesians 4, chapter 11. And so we're just speaking again. We will talk about all kinds. Keep unveiling all kinds of things in future yeah. future podcasts. Yeah. So join th- us in our next one. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, yeah gonna- join us in our next one. We're going to talk about the pitfalls. The pitfalls of the prophetic. And yeah. so, hey, if you haven't subscribed already, please subscribe. And of course, you are feel free to share this podcast on any social platform whatsoever. Get the gospel out there. Be blessed.